the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. That's called transformation and manifestation. Saints, God wants transformation to happen to all of our lives. Transformations that will cause us to become more godly men and women in life. That's one of the reasons why God sends his word to you and me. So it can transform us into being a people who are more and more godly. The things that we'll see and learn from God's word provides us things that are given by God so that we can be more godly people. Although that's God's intention for us, our response to what he shows us determines what will actually happen to us. What we do with the word that God shares with me and you will determine whether any transformation happens to me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to the word of God that he shares with us so that we can experience the transformation that God wants to happen to us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Praise God. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. If you got a Bible, would you invite you to turn to James chapter 1? Come on, let's have some fun. As we go back into this word that God gave me to give to you, as we learn a little bit more about it and then step a little bit further into it and let God do everything that he said he can do. We're talking about transformation and manifestation, two things that God wants to do in the midst of our life. Transformation, praise God, cause some, some changes to happen in our lives, for the better, of course, and manifestations, praise God, where things that he promised will actually happen in our lives. That's what he wants for you and me transformation and manifestation. God desires each and every one of us who are in his image, well, who are his, to be able to experience transformation and manifestation in our lives. Amen. It's a time for transformation and manifestation. James chapter 1 is the foundational text. We're going to read that, do a very brief review. Then we're going to move forward today. Stuff is just going to flat out bless you if you've got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. In Jesus' name. James chapter 1. Again, reading verse 17, make it 16 and then read down. Do not err, my beloved brother. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. So all the good gifts that God gives to me and you are, they come from him, the father of life in whom there is no variableness, no shadow or turning. He calls them good gifts. That word good, we found out means good in any sense, whereas God. Good in every sense. But it also, trans, uh, tra- that also translates benefit, as in beneficial. Whereas the things that God wants to manifest in our life will be beneficial in our life. Even the transformation that God makes 
has happened in our life, will all be beneficial in our lives. They'll have a benefit in our lives if we allow it to, if we allow the transformation to happen like God intends it to do. It'll benefit not just us, but it'll benefit all the world too. Everybody around you, the ones you know and don't know, they're going to be benefited by it too. And then, of course, ultimately, the greatest benefit will come to God himself, where God himself will get what he wants, praise God, and that is to be able to bless you. You don't understand that when every good and perfect gift comes from the God, God has given you what he wants to give you, praise God, which is better than what you would have wanted him to give you, which would have benefited you far better and far greater than anything that you would have wanted to be able to do. That's one of the reasons why we want to cooperate with the transformations and the manifestations that happen this year so that it can be able to benefit both him, us, and the rest of the world, too. Because change is available to me and you, to the better, if we allow God to do what he wants to do. He wants to change us to the better. The transformation process we found out began when we was born again. That's when it actually did begin. But that's when the change mutually began with him and me and you, between him and me and you. In such a way, was we no longer were the people that we were, but we started the transformation into the people that he always intended us to be, doing what he always wanted us to do. But then we found out it's not a one-time thing, it's a continual time thing, where you continue to change and continue to change and continue to be transformed until you look up one day when you see him come through the skies to come and get you and I. We'll see that we just like him because the transformation process has been completed. But in the meantime, we're supposed to cooperate with the transformation process and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Allow him to renew our minds so that we can then prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for other people's lives by them looking in our lives. We already found out that word prove means approve, praise God, because you have to approve what God has for you. A lot of people deny it. They don't want it. They don't approve it. They're like, that's all right. But no, no, if you want everything to be all right, then you want to say yes to the Lord and do what he says do. In fact, just practice. Say yes, Lord. I'll be what you want me to be, and I'll do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. That's what God wants us to do. Because remember, he who had begun a good work in you is going to be faithful to perform it to the day of Jesus Christ our Lord. He's going to complete it. That's what the word perform means. He's going to complete it. He's going to complete the process that he started in me and you. And we found out already that there's a whole world waiting on him to complete it too. Where is God? So that the sons of God can stand up and live this thing out like they're supposed to. Because once sin entered into the world... Praise God, everything began to start changing from the way it was supposed to be. Everything began to be lesser, including the lives that were lived out by you and me. But then, of course, Jesus Christ came into our lives in order to reverse that process and start causing things to get better and better and better in our lives. Well, transformation has not stopped. He's got some more transforming he wants to do so that we can then be the people who he originally planned us to be, doing what he originally planned us to do. That's what we looked at last time. We started looking at God's original plan for man. Genesis chapter 1, please. Let's look at that again and then dive into today's stuff. Praise God. And I'm telling you, it's going to bless you if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you today. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Now, God's original plan was to, be, was to make man in his image and after his likeness. Once again, we're looking at verse 26. We're getting a chance to look up in heaven and, and listen, listen in on the, on, the, on the meeting that was going on between the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. God in three persons, Trinity. That's who we were talking about. He was talking about you and me. People used to say, man, if I could have been a fly on the wall. Well, wasn't no flies on that wall, praise God. But he did have it recorded so we can then be able to know it all. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said amongst themselves, 
He said, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and, and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing upon the creep of the earth and that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he him male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it controlled it, put it back under your feet and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that cre- that moveth upon the earth. Of course, God made a plan to be able to make a woman and man the way he wanted them to be. We already found out that man was actually a species. It was not a gender. Initially, Satan has been successfully getting people to think that man is a, is a gender, but no, it's a species created in the image and likeness of God, something that Satan doesn't want you to know that you're a person that's supposed to be created in the image and likeness of God. I said you're supposed to be a person that's created in the image and likeness of God. Satan doesn't want you to know that because if you ever really get to, I said really, I said really get to know that, it'll change your whole mindset about things. It'll change your mindset about what you do. It'll change your mindset about who you are. It'll change your mindset about what you ought to be doing with your life in relationship to making sure that you're the person who you're supposed to be, living like God wants you to be. It'll change some things. That's why he had it, you know, pointed toward, uh, uh, the, the sex of an individual so that they can be able to keep sex on the mind of each and every individual so that, so that men could be making decisions with the wrong head, praise God, and, and women could be jumping in and out of people's bed and stuff like that rather than understanding what it is that you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be a person that's created in the image and likeness of God. Last time we got together, praise God, we found out that that word image is talking about resemblance, that we're supposed to resemble God. We're supposed to look like God, praise God. And likeness, which means model or shape, model or shape. Model as in it's a standard of example for imitation and comparison. Whereas we're supposed to look at God and then we're supposed to use him as our standard for imitation because God made us to be a mini-me. We're supposed to be a mini-me to the, to the creator of the universe. We're supposed to be just like him. We're supposed to be a resemblance, which is in miniature form, of that which is in a larger form in something or somebody else. Well, God is God, and we're supposed to be in his image and after his likeness. His manner or his similitude is another thing that it translates. His manner or his similitude, or another way of phrasing it, not only do we look like God, we act like God. Not only do we look like God, we conduct ourselves like God says do, like God do, in such a way as now we can be able to have dominion over this world that he created like we're supposed to, because God is dominated by nobody. So therefore, God created a person who ain't dominated by anybody to be able to dominate this world in which he lived. But unfortunately, when sin entered into the world, the same world that man's supposed to be dominating began to dominate that man. Praise God. That's why little pieces of cigarette and little tobacco rolled up in paper can dominate a person's life to the point that they don't live the kind of life they're supposed to. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 man. Pictures, whether they on a, on, on, in a book or whether they, you know, in a, you know on, on a screen and a, on a computer, can dominate a person's life, ruin their life, praise God. Because all they want to do is see more and look at more and do it some more, and it controls me. Wait a minute, you're supposed to be controlling everything else. But the problem is, is that the man that God made ain't the man that God made. That's why the man that God made ain't doing what, man, what that man's supposed to do. And that's dominating in the world rather than being dominated like they're supposed to. Or being dominated by what somebody say about me, whether they like me, whether they looking at me, they bullying me. All this bu- they bullying, bust them in the middle of their face. That ain't all of that. Praise God. That's, that's, old, that's old school. Praise God. 
We don't send no emojis so they can stop bullying me. We're like, who sent this? And then go straight up to them in the middle of school and go, wow, right in the middle of their right the jaw. Hey, 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 man, am I too old school for some of y'all? Hey, hey, even if you lose the fight, they'll remember it day and night. That, they, that I don't play with that person because they crazy. Even if I, I, I was the kind of person, if I lost the first fight, I came back with a bat the second time. I was going to win the fight. Praise God. Well, I'm going to win. Praise. Just win. The question is, is win, but I'm going to win. I ain't losing nobody. Anyway, praise God. That's, hey, man, that's just a word for somebody. Anyway. <laughs> Old folk, you say that. I think I'm talking to somebody up in here. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Get all that bully crap. Amen. Anyway. Anyway, the point I'm raising is that we ain't dominated. But man has become a person who's dominated rather than a person who's dominating like they're supposed to. Because we're not living this thing out like we're supposed to. That's one of the reasons why being the kind of person that God wants us to be should be the goal for every person who's born again. I got anybody in here that's born again. Our goal, every single one of us, our goal should be being the kind of person that God wants us to be. We should be the woman and man that fulfills God's original plan so that we can be able to live this life how God wants us to live it and be the person that he said we can. That should be every single one of our desires. That should be on every one of our hearts that we're going to hold up our part and be the person that God made us to be. Now look at everybody else to see what they're going to do. But we made a decision that we're going to do, even if it means being an example to you, too, that we're going to do what God said do and be what God want us to be. But unfortunately, most people today, that's both male and female, including born again people and people who, who, who absolutely have no consciousness of who they are as a people, have no desire whatsoever to be in the image and likeness of God. They still busy, too busy trying to fit in with the world. We're trying to be like the world. Trying to be like the world instead of being like God created them to be. We're trying to be like the world, dress like the world, look like the world, have our hair curl like the world. And we're trying to do everything like the world rather than do, be like the one that created the world, like we're supposed to be. We're trying to fit in with our friends. Trying to be like and fit in with our friends instead of trying to be the person that God designed and intended for them to be. The one who said, I, you are my friend. They care more about pleasing their friends than pleasing God who created them. I'm talking about most people. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about us, though. Don't get quiet. He ain't talking about us. Amen. They're more concerned about being a self-made man or a self-made woman. I want to be a self-made man and a self-made woman. Not understanding there ain't no such thing as a self-made man or a self-made woman. We are his sheep. We, we are sheep of his pasture. It is he who made us. We didn't make ourselves. Hallelujah. Instead of being a God-made man and a God-made woman. A lot of folks are busy trying to be one of the fellas or one of the girls. I'm gonna just, I, know I just want to fit in. Well, no, not with them. You're supposed to want to fit in with God. And you got even some Christians saying, I want to be a minister. I want to be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. I want to reach the world. I want to save the world. Instead of being God's man and girl. Knowing that that's who God calls to save worlds. It's a person that's in God's image and after God's likeness. 
Not somebody to tell about much as they put back together again. You got some folk, they like bulls in a china shop. Tan up everything all around. Straighten out two, three things. And they said, Dan, look what I did. And everybody looking back at all you did. Hallelujah. You can't tell because you're just looking at forward and looking at yourself. You like that old lady that said, I ain't never been in an accident. And air car behind her tore up. Praise God. Because she causing accidents. We want to be the people that God want us to be. I said we want to be the God, people that God want us to be. Forgive my frankness. But that's a doggone shame. For people that don't have this on their mind like they're supposed to all the time. Instead of being a man or woman of God originally planned for them to be. And operating in his ministry and doing what it is he had in store for them to, to, to do and be. They too busy trying to be everything else but. Spend all their time going after everything else but what, t- what it takes to be a person that's in his image and after his likeness. That's a shame. Because being in the image and likeness of God is God's desire for every man and woman that he made. For every man and woman that he made. Now I understand how it is, how it is that the person that ain't born again yet, that that ain't on their mind. I, 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 I write that off for them in relationship. I can understand that. But the people of God, the well-taught, blood-bought, Bible-toting, yellow pen-marking, Mark 11, 23, quitting, spitting and getting Christians, them? That is not on Nehemiah all the time? That's, that's it's interesting. What that shows is Satan's deceptive ability to get us to put our mind on everything else other than what it should be on. Have us chasing this and chasing that and looking back and seeing anybody, anybody chasing us and, to, and, and running after this one and running after that one and positioning ourselves with this one so that they can run after us too. Rather than chasing what God wants us to chase and pursuing godliness and true righteousness so that we can be the people that God wants us to be. It's a shame. It's a doggone shame. Think about it. God's desire ought to become our desire. I say God's desire ought to become our desire. In fact, his desire ought to become our fire. We ought to have a fire on the inside of us to be able to fulfill the desire of God in the midst of our lives. I said we should have a fire on the inside of us to desire to, to fulfill the desire of the living God. If that's what you want us to be, hey, I'm, I, I'll be the one. If that's what you want me to do, I'll be the one. If don't nobody else be it, I'll be it. If don't nobody else do it, I'll do it. That's ought to be the attitude of every single one of us up in here. All of us being people who are in the image and likeness of God is not only God's desire for every man and woman of God, but it is the very first thing that he ever said about man. That's the very, very, very first thing he ever said about man. And when you're dealing with uh, the study of the Bible, hermeneutics, Praise God. One of the things that you want to make sure that you understand is the principles of the first and last. Always pay attention to the first thing said. Always pay attention to the last thing said. It's going to tell you a, a lot and make sure that you understand everything else that's said. Turn to Genesis chapter 1 again, please. Verse 26, this is the first thing he said about man. Man had not even existed yet. Man was just something that he was thunking about at the particular time. And this is what he said about the man. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. 
and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the earth and all, over the cattle on, and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Before there was ever a man, before there was ever a woman, before there was ever anything else, God had already decided he was going he was going to have a man and who that man was going to be. What that man was going to be like and what that man is going to do. Before there was a world that twirled, God had already knew who you was going to be and knew what you was going to do. Knew what you, who you was going to be and knew who you was going to be. Let me, I apologize. Not only that, I add this one. He knew who he intended you to be and what he intended you to do. Before the world twirled, that's what the first thing he thought about was who you want you to be and what he intended for you to do. That's why teaching from the world and now even teaching in the middle of the church takes your mind off of who God wants you to be and what God wants you to do. You even got teaching going on nowadays. Don't be worried about all that doing stuff for Christ. Don't doing stuff for God. See, those are just works. Shut up, precious. Just have a seat. Quit demonstrating your ignorance. Because the very first thing God said, was who he wants you to be and what he wants you to do. That was on his mind even before he put his hand to start making man because he already had in mind what he wanted to make even before he started making it. So if that's the first thing on his mind, I don't know. It should at least be somewhere on our mind. I ain't saying first, even though I am, but, 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 but somewhere on our mind, you would think, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think. Maybe I'm wrong. But if that's the first thing that God mentioned about man, that is man being in the image and likeness of God, then perhaps that ought to be the most important thing on the mind of us too, as being that person that he intended us to be. Especially since Satan diverted you and me, put us off track. Jesus came into the world to get us back on track so that we can get back to who being who God want us to be back to what God wanted us to do so we can get back to the basics back to God's original plan for his woman and man and be the person he want us to be and do what he want us to do maybe I'm wrong I don't know maybe I'm wrong but man doing everything necessary to be and become a person who's in the image and likeness of God should become the first thing on our mind too if it's the first thing on God's mind it should be the first thing on our mind And once again, if not first, at least on our mind, somewhere, put it on your bucket list. Before you leave this earth, I want to do this. I want to go to Europe. I want to walk down the Chandelier. Hallelujah. I want to ride the the boats in Venice. I want to go here. I want to go there. Oh, yeah. I want to be in the image and likeness of God. And I want to do this. Let's put it on there somewhere. It's better than most saints. They don't even have it on their list at all. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that the things God is saying in His Word about the transformations and manifestations that He wants to happen in our lives are true. Transformation and manifestations that will cause us to live more richer, more fuller, more blessed, and more godly lives. I like that. I don't know about you. I hope that you get a clearer view 
of the importance of these transformations and manifestations happening in the lives of me and you. I hope even more that you become inspired to cooperate with what God wants to do so that He can cause the transformations and manifestations to come to pass in the lives of me and you. So we can boldly say from experience that our God is definitely a God of transformation and manifestation. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you, ASAP. But it's always best to get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be more than glad to come and get you. So, come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. Hey, GW, hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation service is available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints who are out there walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.